0: Hey everyone, this is my brother Michael, my brother Adam, we're the Sharf brothers.
1: You're listening to Mentoring for the Modern Musician.
0: Everyone, welcome to Mentoring for the Modern Musician.
1: Today we are here with bass player Extraordinaire Mark Damon from The Pretty Reckless.
0: And we are uh, really excited about this because you know we love to pull back the curtain uh yes. on, on the realities of the industry. And when you see him on stage and you see him in magazines and you see the you know the cool rock world, that's awesome, and that is awesome. But we also are gonna find out other day-to-days, where it's like yeah. day-to-day yeah. You know, being a successful rock star. So thank you
1: so much <laughs> so, for, for doing this. Yeah, oh, super, my pleasure. super
0: excited to have you here, man. It's nice to be here. So um, to start with, when when did you start playing? Like, when did you start... Because you were, what was your first instrument when you started playing? My first instrument was actually the trombone.
2: And I started when I was about nine years old. And uh, my older brother played alto sax in the school band, and I kind of worshipped you know, yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. And uh, when... The teachers come into the schools and show all the instruments. Uh, I was kind of tall for my age, and they're demonstrating all the instruments. Really? And you were me, tall. Oh, you're oh, kidding me. Oh, me. I know. Uh, and they looked at me like, hey, you want to try the trombone? So I got up there and blew into it, and they say, oh, it's the easiest instrument to play. They lied. That <laughs> I'm like, <"That's laughs> I'm like <laughs> I have never
1: <laughs> ever heard <laughs> that, ever.
2: <laughs> well, it's got no keys. It's a. Oh, it's no oh, 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 oh okay, okay, there you <laughs> go. So it's all about, yeah, exactly. Actually, on the last tour, I was on the, one of the sound guys, were doing sound check. And uh, I was playing trombone on this gig, and he said uh, he was calling out bass, you know, guitar, drums. Then he said, slidey pitch approximator." I'm like,
1: "That's me." <laughs> that's me. Slidey pitch approximator. pitch approximator. That's it. That well, makes, that's that makes playing fretless bass look like a piece of cake. Piece of cake. <laughs> so horns were horns were your that was your first.
2: Pick. Yeah, trombone was my first instrument, and then I, uh, in high school I picked up a tenor saxophone. Uh, I just loved the instrument. And uh, was playing a lot of R&B bands and funk bands at the time. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, didn't pick up bass until college. Uh, I was actually heavily influenced by the bass player for a college band. I was in Fly Spinach Fly. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Chris Hall was an amazing Such bass a player. a Amazing. A guy who, who really uh, opened up the world of funk, uh, P-Funk, uh, early cool in the gang. Yeah, uh, yeah. Defunct, I mean, uh, Parliament, all that stuff. a world of bass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and then uh, really, you know, he was this amazing player, and he really inspired me to to pick up the bass. And how long were you in Fly? Were you... you... I was in Fly Spinach Fly from like 92, 93, until its ultimate demise in, what was it, 95, 96? Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah. That was quite a ride, though, right? It was, Um, it was great. You know, it was an amazing experience. It was my first, you know... Real band, I guess. I, mean, right, I was in right. some bands in high school with some friends of mine, but this is the first band that played like real gigs and uh, I got paid for them. Yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, crazy was trying to to make an inroads into the music industry and kind of yeah. my first taste of you know, what this whole crazy business is like. Yeah, yeah, and can be and can't
0: be. Yeah, well, no, no. absolutely,
1: absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, so was that around the time that you heard... Well, So that was
0: after that because the 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 way we met was I hired you to play all the horns. That's on right. a uh, big band piece that I was doing for, for Isles of Scholes. Isles of yeah, that's yeah. commercial, right? Oh my gosh! It's so good. funny listening back to that. I just get happier and happier as the years go by. <laughs> it yeah. is. It sounds amazing. What yeah. what you, what you guys would know is I had like played out on a tape on a cassette tape for you, me playing electric guitar, the main melody that I wanted you to play because mm-hmm. I was like, my charting's weak, and I, and you're like, oh cool. Is it alright if I if I just chart this out? And you're like, and I was like, yeah, sure. You showed up to the studio <laughs> with. This arrangement of all the horns and you had like the harmonies and all this different and and you did a massive sax solo on it even though that was your main <laughs> act that's um, still amazing. So I, uh, I had no idea that you were. I mean, I knew you were a monster musician, but I didn't know that the bass was was a part of what was simmering on the on the back burner. Yeah, a lot of
2: people uh, didn't or don't. Um, uh, there's a funny story. I used to play with a band called uh, Lonely Gus in the one Night Stand. Okay. Gus Carlson. Yeah, it yeah. a rockabilly uh, blues, jump blues player uh, from, from the New Hampshire area. And um, for years, I, I was playing saxophone with him. And this guy, Larry, was playing drums. And uh, one day, the bass player couldn't couldn't make it. And so Gus's like, hey, can you play bass on this, on this gig? I'm like, no, oh, sure. sure. i give it a shot. Why not? Right, right. So I show up at the bass, and Larry's like, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I play bass, too. He's like, really? And then we played the whole the whole night. It, you know, it one of those three sets nights. Oh, kind of <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Nine to one a.m. kind of Yeah, yeah. At the end of the night, he was like, oh, my God, it was amazing. I believe you played bass. It's incredible. And I thought you were just an amazing saxophone player. Like, well, thanks, dude. That's awesome. And then years ago, years later, he came. I forget what show, what show it was. Um, he came to a show where I was playing trombone. And I didn't know he was there. Uh, we played the gig, and afterwards he comes up and he goes, hey, He just kept shaking his head. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you gotta pay the bill somehow, right? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. What's fascinating about
0: that was that a conscious choice, like early on, to just to, to play as many? I mean, were you thinking about it that way, or was it a really just natural thing for no, you? No, not think really. About? I mean, uh, call it the, you know, the youthful thing.
2: Um, I just uh, started on trombone, loved playing trombone. Uh, I thought tenor sax was cool, so I'm like, all right, let's try that. Right, right. Uh, Pick that up. It Um, is demonstrably.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's
2: it's an amazing instrument. Uh, I wish I had more opportunity to play it these days. Yeah. And then I thought, oh, bass is cool too. So I'm trying to play bass. Um, and then throughout college, I went to college for uh, music education, and you took uh, all these classes like woodwind methods, brass methods, you know, percussion methods, and I learned to play a little bit of trumpet. And so I was able to get my chops well enough where I could like do some horn get parts on yeah, these yeah. records. But yeah. that's a beast of an instrument. That's oh, when you yeah. got to put like hours every day. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, keep it on yeah. your chops. Right, have right. right. mm-hmm. never had that time or inclination, but uh, it just kind of something came naturally. I mean, one of my early heroes was, was Tom Bones Malone. Okay. Uh, from Blue, yeah. from Blues Brothers band, Yeah. Uh, late night band, yeah, yeah. Uh, Letterman's band. That's um, what I. And he played Barry, he played tenor. He played you know trumpet, He played trombone. And uh, years later, uh, I was playing at a uh, festival in New Jersey, and he ended he ended up being on the same festival playing with Hanson. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and so it was him and uh, Alan Rubin, Mr. Fabulous. Yeah. Was playing. Wow. And uh, I'm like, oh my god, was <laughs> right, right, amazing. Right, right, right. And Luckily, this this photographer friend of mine, David Bergman, who does uh, does a lot of stuff with Bon Jovi and uh, everybody, the long history with Sports Illustrated as well, he had done a photo session with with uh, my band at, at that point, and we were friends. And I'm like, oh my god, David, that's top. Possible. I was like, hey, he's a friend of mine. You want to meet him? I'm like, no, I, I'm, I don't get starstruck easily. Yeah, yeah. But, yes. uh, but this is one of my childhood heroes. Oh, god. absolutely. Yeah. So. Uh, so I'm like, hell yeah, I i want to
1: meet
2: Tom. Well, yeah, right. So he introduced us, and we we ended up sitting you know, there for like an hour just chatting. And, wow, that's um, it turns out he's a bass player
1: too. <laughs> oh, wow.
0: That's yeah. awesome.
2: So he, he's one of those guys who just you know literally plays everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so to your a question about was this a conscious thing for me? No, it wasn't. I'm not sure it was a conscious thing for him either. So he was just kind of one similar athlete. I thought it was a cool instrument, so I picked it up.
0: Right, right.
2: Um, and... Putting the time enough to become proficient enough to be able to play
0: it, you know, professionally or semi-professionally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and it certainly has worked out well. Like that's that just expands your opportunities for gigs when you're when you're doing side work or session work, and certainly for being in a band. In a Absolutely. Way. Anything you, I mean, I always tell
2: you know students, you know, aspiring musicians, anything you can do musically. Whatever it is informs each thing you do. Um, my trombone playing in, in, uh, informs my bass playing. My bass playing informs my trombone. I mean, everything, each instrument, yeah. each each even in the style of music you play informs yeah. each other. So the more uh, the knowledge you have, the more
0: you have to draw from.
1: Oh, absolutely. I, that's, yeah. a,
0: that's a great point, and, and and it's very easy to think uh, if I work on my my bass playing, my my trombone playing is going to suffer. Or if I, and it really isn't that way. It, well, it's. A, Well, you have to put in the time to keep the technique and and to really
2: uh, be be proficient and then take that proficiency to a new level. Um, But you you spend the time, and that takes a lot of time if you play multiple instruments to keep up on it. And there's periods of time where I haven't played saxophone in in several months, and I, I miss it. I just haven't had time to do it because i you know, right. I was on tour for three months playing bass, right? And then right. I on tour for another month playing trombone, and and between that, I had three weeks to really get my trombone chops back to where they needed to be to so I could pr- do the job professionally and artistically right. to right. like what I need to do. Right. And this um, is back
1: on the road with the Bim Skelton. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah.
2: So, but you know, the, the other opportunity is that you know, as you said, you know, uh, I have a main gig that I do right now, but there's times where I have holes and I, you know, still got bills to pay. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. also want to be. Creative and producing artistically during that time. Yeah. Yeah. So if I have the opportunity to play a trombone gig, I'm going to take it. Yeah. If I have the opportunity to play a saxophone gig, I'm going to take it. Or play with other artists or other different styles of music, I'm going to take it because it keeps me playing, keeps me being creative, keeps me in in the whole mix of things.
1: That's so great. That So I, I actually have two things I want to follow up on on what you just said. And I think I'll start with that. Uh, it, it really sounds to me like... Um, so, yeah, you take the, the other side gig um, when you're off the road with the Pretty Reckless. Uh, you got bills to pay, right? And you're a, musician, a working musician, and, and mm-hmm. that's what we do, right? Yep. But it, it also sounds to me more... I almost overriding that is you're a musician and you're happiest when you're in that place. Playing music, being creative creating that music being in it
2: I think any musician you guys obviously feel this way um, it's what we do you know it's uh, we could be making no money at this and sometimes we do (laughs) absolutely (laughs) and we'd still be doing it yeah Uh, we we didn't spend you know the 10 hours a day in our bedrooms doing this or doing this this to you know to make money like, we did it because, oh, this is cool and I love this. And, like, you're driven to do this and get better. Like, oh, that's an awesome Hendrix Like, I want to learn that. Or that, you know, right. Jocko was amazing. I want to learn Oh, I can't, uh, wow. I can't but learn that. I can fake that part of it. Exactly. Yeah, um, you know, we're, we're driven, I think, as artists to, to make art. Yeah. And if you're not in, uh, unfortunately, there's uh, people in the music business who are not driven by art they're driven by commerce driven right. by yeah. money yeah. and that is the forever battle between art and commerce absolutely yeah. uh, and you see a lot of artists struggling with that uh, and to understand both sides of the, the, the coin and to make those two work
0: together is really a struggle absolutely well and and, and that at all levels too it's, it's actually nice to hear that at all levels that's that's an issue you, it's yeah. easy to understand as you know, a young indie artist in your early 20s and nobody knows who you are. You've got to be your own advocate, your own booking agent, your own label and your own whatever, tour manager. And, yeah. But that as you continue along and get to the top, toppermost of the, the industry, that's still a struggle. You're still going to have people pulling at you one way or the other about yeah. doing things for monetary reasons alone and not even thinking about the art.
2: Yeah, I mean, and, and we've talked about this before, I'm sure, that the the industry has changed. Some will say drastically. I'd say that it's always been there, but maybe it's flipped a little bit more to the, the business side these days. Um, there's always been people trying to find ways to make money by, you know, uh, taking advantage of artists. But <laughs> yeah, right? there's, always. and there always will be. Right. Uh, but there's also, you know, I think, I'd like to believe, yeah. even though it wasn't part of the industry back in the forties, fifties, sixties, seventies, that there was a appreciation of the art and a cultivation of the artistic yeah. element there. Yeah. And um, that's why, you know, you see so many bands from the sixties and seventies, you're like, Oh my god. Right. You know, right, it, yeah, it, right. The musicians were incredible, yeah. you know, the yeah. songwriting was incredible, the recording was incredible, you know, all this stuff is like this the the level of, of art was Perceived to be, you know, in my, at least in my opinion, to be better. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, there are still people behind the scenes, you know, extorting people and you know, stealing publishing rights. Yes, and, you know, and that, that's that's never going to go away. No, right, right. Because uh, and then that happens in any business, not just the music business. Yeah. Right? Right. take any business. If always people trying to you know play an angle, take advantage, use their you know their uh, their leg up to get over on somebody. Right, mm-hmm. right. Um, so the music industry isn't exclusive to that. Right. Uh, we like to demonize it, <laughs> right?
0: Right, right, yeah. right. It's an easy, thing.
2: Like is so, like, yeah. how this, whole like uh, you know flowers and rainbows kind of idea of art and being you know this this thing and this, all, all this right on a but, like Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? but it's, and, yeah, it's still part of the world. It, it is, is.
0: It is yeah. art, and the art and commerce challenge is right. a challenge. I mean, it it's very just. Which is what, what's funny. It's really interesting. It's why I love hearing you talk about coming off the road for three months as a, as a bass player and working on your chops yeah. so you can go tour with a band that are friends of yours that you used yeah. to play with years ago and that yeah. that matters to you and that the the way you described it about being proficient in your instrument but also being able to be artistic
2: mm-hmm.
0: I love that yeah. that's that, the point that there's a level beyond yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah cool you're good you, and you, after mm-hmm. you've been playing for a while it's easy to get lazy about it mm-hmm. and think right. oh I'm I got this yeah. right. and then run into a riff that and you can't growing. do
2: yeah, right. and, that, and that three months on the road as a bass player was with three different bands. <laughs> the, f- the first oh, the first man. month was, was with a, a blues and and, and rock artist uh, playing a mixture of, of uh, old school R and B uh, and classic rock. Okay. And uh, and you know some 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 uh, country, uh, the second one was a pretty reckless. Okay, yeah. a month and a half there, and then the third, of uh, like that was with the New York Sky Jazz Ensemble, just ska and reggae and jazz. Wow. So okay. and I had to keep I had you know and the first, <laughs> the first month I had literally a week to learn. One hundred and eighty-six songs he sent me this list like give me a big drop box which had like you know 50, 60 songs they sent me another list which had another 80 or 90 on them and like this, you know, some of them I knew but I had never known right exactly and you have, I mean, again this this guy's a, a mofo guitar player he's like utter professional he's, yeah. you know, he's played with you know Shaka Khan and you know yeah, yeah he was He's a real motherfucker and he expects you to play at a certain level. Yeah, That's, yeah why right. the call.
1: That's why I get the call. Yeah, Bob. Well, uh, yeah. his,
2: his bass player, he had a bass player from Japan uh, who had been dealing with some immigration issues, had, had them all settled, but he went to Japan to visit family and he had a trouble getting back in. So was going to miss the tour. So, you know, he's a friend of mine. His name is Joey Leone. Uh, he's from Vermont. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, he called me, he's like, dude, I don't know what I'm going to do. Do you know any bass players? I'm like, I oh, want the tour. So, right. I'm afraid. He's like, dude, would you do it? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Let's go. I'd love yeah, yeah, yeah. to do it. Yeah. You know, and uh, so we said, you know, like, here's the dates. Here's the song list. And like, you got to work. And it was right. like every day learning, you know, 20, 30 songs, like really learning, learning them. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The next day, yeah, one not... more, and then going back and making and sure, re- making sure you were. Yeah. yeah. Right. So it's
0: a, right. Yeah, that's it, not it a game where job. you're on stage with charts. Yeah, right. It's yeah. A, it's it's a job.
2: Yes, yeah, so and you have to treat it as such. Yeah. In order to you know to work and to do the job correctly to make your employer happy. Yeah. And to right. to to show respect to the to the music and the art that you're, that you're professing that you love and that you're trying to be a
1: part of. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. So um, so before we dig into pretty reckless, I you just said something that made me want to ask you. Um, about being a side, about being a side guy. Um, whenever we interview people who are, that's what they do. Um, one of the, I, there's a couple of questions that I always am curious about, making sure that. It, well, I'm curious about what your answer is, but I'm pretty sure I know what it's going to be. But I, I want to make sure that it's that we're giving the same information. So when you're a side guy, you got to know the songs, like you were just talking. Like these aren't chart gigs. These aren't. You can't walk on stage with a music stand, right? Nope. Um, how much um how much discussion is there or research is there on your part to make sure that you are fitting in with their aesthetic as well? That's a very good point. Um
2: my job as a sideman, and I, I do you know a lot of sideman work yeah. um is to make the band leader as comfortable on stage as possible, almost forget that I'm there. Yeah. Forget that he has a sub. Forget right. you know that nice. I'm a sideman. Yeah. Um in fact there's several stories about that when I first auditioned for Bim Scala Bim back that yeah. was like 21 or whatever you know 20s um, I had known about the band from you know from we played some shows together with The Fly and I heard about them the a player from a friend of mine so they, had, they run an ad in a paper back when you used know, back when you used to you
1: could actually do that yeah
2: exactly <coughs> and my friend would see the ad in the paper he would say hey I think Bim Scala bims looking for a trombone player and I'm like oh that's cool so I called on some of the regular phones uh, <laughs> right. phone phone On the phone, land on landline. Um, <laughs> With the cord. And it turned out to be the singer Dan, Dan Vitali. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, uh, you know, my name's Mark. I'm, you know, I used to play a band called Fly, Spinish, Fly. We played some shows together. I heard you be a trombone player. And he's like, oh, Fly, Spinach Fly. I don't really remember you guys. We played the Paradise together. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we chatted for a couple minutes. He's like, well, you know, we already got a guy we think was going to work out, but, you know, why don't you come down and 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 uh, and, try, and try out? You know, see what, what's going on. I'm like, cool. So, what song should I learn? It's like, well, uh, here's three records. You know, just learn learn those. I'm like, all right. So, I went down to uh, <clears throat> Rock Bottom Records in Portsmouth. Yeah. And I bought those three records because you know I couldn't really just rip them off the internet. Exactly. Steal them, you them illegally, which you should never do. Never ever, always pay for music. Uh, I bought the records. I still own the records. Exactly. But, um, and I went to transcribing um, every song on those records. And there was like ten or twelve or thirteen songs each record. So that came in with like 30 to 33 songs. Um, and this was like, you know, two or three days before the audition. So three first no three days, that's one of those songs. I went into the audition and met the guys. They're like, hey, so uh you know, so I have my little notebook with all right. charge written out, just you know. and I came up with that with a, um, a resume. I nice. A, a little uh, a tape of my, you know, some of my songs and yeah, stuff I've right. done with other yeah. bands nice. with a video of hair spinach pie, you know, fly spinach yes. pie. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. can see my performance thing. Uh, and they're like looking at me, kind of going, well, what's, what after tapes? What, what, what is this? Right, right. right. I, I was green as green could be. Right, like. right yeah. And so like, okay, so what songs did you know? i like, well, you're talking about those three records. Well, yeah, but what songs do you know? I'm like, the three those records. three records. They're like, really, kid? Really? Yeah. Really? are yeah. like, all right, so let's play this song. So, two, three, four. All right. All right. How about this song? <laughs> we went through like five or six songs that way. At the end, they're like, kind of looking at each other going, <laughs> like, uh, so, dude, we, we got another guy coming in in a couple minutes, but why don't you we get lunch and come back? And so I went and had lunch, came back. We ran through about another 15, 20 songs. Like, okay, we got some gigs coming up, uh, why don't you play them? And so yes. I started playing. And so coming in, knowing what the band was about, right. knowing what the previous player was like, right? knowing the songs, having right. put, in the time in, put the time in to learn the songs yes. in the style that they're supposed to be played in, right. with the adage, because the original trombone player, Vinnie Nobile, has this massive sound, it's like this, the, the width of a Mac truck, <laughs> and it is so broad and big and just like, Boom! Um, it just you will know, take your head off even unamplified. Yeah, yeah. So I, and then I didn't have that sound at that point. I had to fake it as much as I possibly could. Right, I was Twenty years old. What the hell? You know, yeah, I, I didn't right. have those chops. Right, right. So I had to try to fake it and then push right. myself to be as like, close to that as possible. And I got the gig, you know. And then right. you know, like with the New York Sky Jazz Ensemble, you know, I came down to do it another friend recommendation. I learned the songs, came down, and you know. It was just me and Freddie, the, the saxophone player. And he auditioned me alone, and he put me through my paces. So I songs, he threw songs at me. We new charts. We had to read them. And they were in uh, treble clef. You know, there were tenor charts. I had to read them on trombone. So I had to sight transpose. And, and, and uh, no excuses. I had to right. play the shit. Right, right. right. And uh, luckily, I, I had known the tr- the previous trombone player. You know what, what they sounded like. Um, so I was able to do the gig. You know, Joey, my friend Joey, the only same thing. It's like, yeah. you know, you, you uh, I'd worked with him as a, as a saxophone player for a couple, songs, a couple of winters, and so I knew what he was about, where he, where he was coming from, where his artistic intent is, uh, and his intensity on stage, his, you know, his dedication to the music, yeah. his uh, low tolerance for bullshit and for people not knowing their shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And uh, I have utmost respect for him and for for that attitude. Um,
1: Which most professionals have.
2: uh, You'd think.
1: Right, You'd think.
2: Unfortunately, um, I'm shocked continuously, and I shouldn't be anymore, by how many freelance gigs I'll do, Um, where they'll call me, like Matt, Matt Stubbs, Mm-hmm. Right, the yeah. uh, for a while he had another solo thing he was doing great you know, instrumental uh, um, I can't really describe it it's blues but it's not it's just great instrumental music yeah. with like, a roots feel to it and he called me for some gigs and I learned the songs and I came in and I played them on the gig he's like dude thanks so much for you know, learning the songs I'm like that's what you hired me for.
1: Right, like, right. You
2: know, some people come in. I'll call them for the gig. They won't have listen to listen to the records. And this isn't a straight blues gig. This isn't a one four five or two five on the. You know, it, right. it's, yeah, it's, yeah, so You've got to learn the songs. Right. It's like, well, yeah. That's that's what I do. It's what you do. Uh, right. You, you know, that's you know, it's respect for the artist, respect to the music, and respecting yourself to come and prepare it and to be able to nail the gig. Yeah. Regardless of what's happening. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Oh. oh. And uh, unfortunately. That attitude isn't shared by so many musicians. I mean, some friends of mine that just don't get that. Uh, well, but the guys who do are the guys who... That work. Work. And, and work, work their, their way up. up.
0: And I do want to that, point out... That's what I meant. I yeah. do want to point yeah. out that you are playing at an incredibly high level in the industry that most people never get the opportunity to experience. And it's not luck. And it's not... Yes, you're talented. You know what I mean? And you're a good dude. You know what I mean? That, all, all all that stuff matters too, but it's also really important to remember how hard you're working. It's not by yeah. accident. Yeah, it's it's not, not and 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 I love people understanding that that is something they have control over. Yes. I
2: mean, I would love to be working twice as hard as I am, you know. And then, and then that kind of plays into you know, in this world these days, there's so many distractions, you know, these cell phones. Or, yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. there's so many ways you can get distracted and waste time. Yes. And I fall prey to them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and life gets in the way at times. Mm-hmm. Right. There are things you have to do. Right. In order, right. You know, to have your day, you know, you know live. But and so as you, get, you know, get older, you know, you have more responsibilities, and you know, things get, you know your life becomes more complicated you have to really dedicate time and carve out a plan to keep your proficiency and to keep progressing uh, in your art and in your profession. because yeah. there's always someone better than you right regardless how good you are there's always Doesn't someone matter. better than you right? in fact there's a million people better than you right. and if you have that attitude like oh there's a million people better than me I can't slack I gotta keep getting better and put in the time and the effort and the work involved to get better mm-hmm. you know then hopefully The phone keeps ringing.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. (laughs) And it's interesting. That part isn't uh, uh, industry specific. That is not music industry specific. That's not... That's every industry. You know, bass player, trombone player, guitar player, singer, drummer, whatever. Mm -hmm. All of... Anywhere you go in the world, people... Most most places. Who are really the top performing athletes or people in... in, You know, top performing lawyer or whatever. Mm -hmm. Doctors. Doctors. Work mechanics it works. yeah I mean and now hopefully yeah. they're doing it because they well I don't know if you can get to the top and not love it like get to the top of your your area and not love it you I don't know if it works not. well you can you can get to the top of whatever you describe as the top
2: of of this yeah right 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 and and become so jaded and yeah. beaten down and, and burned out that you don't love it yeah I don't know if you, can you stay there that way I don't know think mean, personally, I could. I, right. I mean, when I get there, I'll let you know. Okay. All
0: right, but right. I hope as you get there, yeah. then, right. it's not going to be. You're not gonna be jay. be happy. And oh, I'm, I
2: hope I'm God.
0: always. I'm, I mean, I, I'm always. I always joke that I'm such an emotional wimp. I, I couldn't do things I didn't love, and mm-hmm. that that's why I ended up doing music because I had to do it. I like. Yeah. I did other things, and I just was miserable, yeah. and I didn't have the strength to be miserable like that. To ask you a question, though, but within
2: what you love to do. There's certain things you have to do... (laughs) That you don't love. (laughs) That you don't love.
0: Absolutely.
1: No question. (laughs) On the daily.
0: On the daily. Right. Yes. Yes. And what's funny is that goes back to the work part. Mm -hmm. Understanding that what's in my control is doing the thing. Yeah. Go do the thing. And if I'm not not aware of what the thing is I should be doing, I think for a second I go, today I should... And whatever the first thing that pops into my head, I know what it is. I know what I'm hiding from. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is, you know... I got that you know client coming in who's going to want to record in Reason. I got to be I got to be more proficient in Reason. Yeah. It's not Pro Tools or Logic Gate or right. you, you know whatever it is, whatever. Yeah. yeah. You know the the C bar chord from. Uh, I've had Do, uh,
2: Donnelly on my music stand for about a year now. <laughs> <laughs> and Beginning, I, I put in some good time learning how to play Donnelly and realizing, oh, my God, this is really hard, and listening to Jocko's recording going, oh, my God, he's a genius. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then I would avoid it, and i look at it, it. It stares me in the face every day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I will get back to it because I need to learn
0: some more stuff and then right. get better. And what's fascinating, though, is I, I think, and we'll see. You know, we can talk about this 20 years from now. I think that is what makes you fulfilled, that that's what's going to make you not just the monster player, but a better human, like a better dude, is doing that stuff, pushing yourself, that you don't ever end up being the guy that comes down, has, you know, whatever, the, every morning you have this kind of bread and this kind of toast and this kind of coffee. Do something. Push yourself. Be a little yeah. uncomfortable sometimes. Yeah, and,
2: and that's, you, you, you touch on something very important, you know, making make yourself uncomfortable and, and doing something out of your comfort level. I mean, you know, that's how, I mean, that, and then that translates to everything,
0: you know, to life. Right, right. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. As Mr. Miyagi would say. Same, same thing, thing right what, what, is, what is true for life is true for music and what's true for music is true for life
1: That's definitely. absolutely so, definitely alright so pretty reckless mm-hmm. how'd that happen
2: oh well, let's see a um, whole lot of work for the last you know, act number of years before that um, a bunch of you know one thing leading to a next thing the next thing, and the, next thing and the next thing so it's um Playing a lot of bands, you know, making a lot of you know, connections, being you know, making a lot of you know, friends, uh, ending up in a band with a guy from New York named Ben Phillips. Um, oh, okay. You know, a guitar, master, great guitar. Guitar player, player uh, great songwriter. And what's the name of that band? Uh, that was a, ba- a band that he, he he does not like to name. Any okay, names. okay, <laughs> <laughs> it <was> a <laughs> it's, it's a band. It's a band. Whatever, it's a band. not the band you're asking actually, se- ask se- Several talk. several projects Ben and I worked together with. And then bringing in um, my friend Jamie Perkins, a uh, local drummer uh, from the Hampshire area, monster musician, monster, uh, amazing yeah. friend of mine, uh, and then three of us working together and then meeting more people and more people, more connections, connections, connections. Uh, somehow, uh, Taylor's management connecting with Ben and uh, our producer at the time, uh, and still producer of this project, uh, Kato Kundwalla, oh, yeah. uh, to do some songwriting. Uh, you know, co-writes and you know, kind of you know, mm-hmm. working together, and maybe a project. Um, her, you know, realizing that you know, her and Ben and Kato had a lot of the same musical uh, ideas, mm-hmm. uh, background, uh, intense. Um, listen, hearing some of that, the band that you know, Jamie and Ben and I were working on at the time, uh, and going, "This is amazing. This is what I you know, love." This yes, yeah, was yeah. that really wasn't what inspired uh, she, her. Yeah, she's a she's a rock. Yes, she, she is. loves rock and roll. Oh she man, she, she does. She is rock and roll. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, she's not a pop princess. No. Was, no, unfortunately, uh. at the, the very beginning when I first started getting to know her, I wrote her off as, uh, "Oh, you're just some 14 year old, you know, Disney pop bullshit." Right. Because uh, uh, gotcha. I'm a jaded musician.
0: Right? No, absolutely, <laughs> well, But, well, but absolutely. apparently, you learned. You're okay. capable of well, learning. Well, so so. I,
2: I, I also try to keep an open mind about things. And you know, as her and Ben, ben and Kato were working on some songwriting demo ideas. Uh, ben was saying this girl is really like badass. You should check this out. You know, he'd start sending some stuff to us to to listen to. like, oh, this, this is really good. But you know, Pro Tools. You know, yeah. oh, right, 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 right. right, right. <laughs> and just becoming friends with her. You know, uh, you know, she'd come to to the shows we were playing in New York and hang out. And uh, then eventually, you know, we all started kind of chilling out together. And and um, she was kind of convinced us to to, to start a band together. Yeah. And I'm like, oh well. well Whatever, uh, and eventually you know, she, she's like, New "Come room. on, let's let's just do something." I'm like, "Okay, you want to do something? You cut. You come up to me. New- I was in New Hampshire at the time, living up yeah. here. So it was Jamie. I'm not going down to New York to you know to waste my time on this. You want to do a rehearsal or you know, play some stuff. You come up here. I'm like, fine. She came up and with with Ben, who wow. was living, living, lived in New York at the time too. And uh, we'd heard some of the demos, and so we're you know we start playing. The first song we started playing was Light Me Up.' Yeah, uh, for yeah. the first record, and. Start playing it, grooving, sounded great, and then she comes in the vocal. is like, oh wow, damn, there's no Pro Tools here. Right. And then, and then the chorus hits, and her and Ben are harmonizing, and dude, goosebumps all over. Yeah. And we play the rest of the song. We you know we finished, and no one said anything. We kind of looked at each other. (laughs) Right. I guess we got a band. Apparently, this this is our band now. And and that's the nice thing about this is it happened very organically. Uh, It wasn't like oh. This producer is going to put these, put these together, with this person because right. they have the right look and you know they right, and, right. and they they tried to do that with her they they tried to put you know young good looking right with the original the original three, yeah and, three, they, right? and that, those were you know, friends of ours that we had kind of hooked up with her and you know, it was like it doesn't didn't work because she's really about the art and the music yeah and this is what this band is about It's about the music it's about the art yeah. it's not about the bullshit image it's not about right. you know anything you know. All that extraneous bullshit. Yeah, it's very focused on the songs and playing and make, writing the best songs possible. And Ben and Taylor write all the songs. They're an amazing songwriting team. Yeah, uh, tremendous, just incredible, yeah, incredibly, incredibly talented people who yes. just have this this connection that just really just works. And they they beat themselves to death about over these songs. They're just you know, ruthless really, with each other. Well, they're themselves. really well crafted songs. Really, really well crafted yeah, songs. And, and they spend a lot of time on them put a lot of, you know, sweat and, t- and toil into them, uh, and they, you know, and then we go to record them, they demand excellence, and, like, yeah. beyond excellence, they're, like, we're brutal to each other. Uh, to the point you where, know, it's it's, at some points you go, well, fuck it, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. right. And that's, that's the struggle, and it took me a long time to understand that struggle, you know, because, you know, I'd always been kind of, you know, been successful at what I've done, yeah. And as the higher you go in the, in the industry, the more you know, you know, you they could call Chris Cheney if they wanted. You know, the right. producer could call could call yeah. Fleet. Right. You know, they could call Matt Cameron to play drums. Right. You know, they had their numbers. Right. They'd, they'd yeah. Check would clear, and they'd play the session. Right. right. Um, so you're competing with those guys that level of musician. Yeah. Not just player, but musician. Musician. Like, you know, they can yeah. play 12 different things. Right. In uh, 12 different you know, Different styles, styles give you styles, Different, 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 change, different, different right? ways to fit the song. Yeah. And you have to go, well, I gotta be better than that. Right. And right. that's a tall order. Yeah. And... To the struggle that's involved in trying to attain that, and, and I haven't, and I, probably, I may never may, never attain the the level of you know, Flea or Kiss Cheney or, or my heroes. But the the struggle to get there teaches you a lot about yourself uh, and, and right. talks about about your proficiency, your musicianship, your personality, your tenacity, uh, and your passion about what you do. You know, are you willing to literally? Destroy yourself
1: yes, to get right. to
2: the next level. No, absolutely of, yeah. of, of artistic, of your artistic, you know, uh, path. Yeah, um, and that's you know, sometimes you succeed, sometimes you fail. Right. Sometimes right. your part ends up on the record, sometimes not. Right. <laughs> right, right someone right. played it better. Right. They right. had a better idea. Right. Uh, or you know, it, or you, you didn't. You know, part of your ideas there. You know, it's it's like. You know, it's to the point of like when now it's like okay, this is now what it is. You know, it becomes a thing. You know, an with any band, you know, it becomes it starts out one thing, and over time it develops, and you know, the personalities meld, the the, yeah, the, yeah. the musicians meld to a point where it's, it becomes a thing. Where, you know, to me, most bands' first records, you, know, you don't see the three records that come before it. Right. You know? Right. Or, or right. The, you know, endless demos, or endless yeah hours, yeah hours in a rehearsal space. Um, sometimes, the industry these days, there are bands that are put together that you heard they hear the first record. You can tell they haven't spent that time in, in the rehearsal space or those three records or right, in right. a van together for right, months. Right. Or they never learned how to play the blues. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know? right. Um, they don't know their roots. So, I think the combination of, of Ben, Jamie, and I having been a band for many years before that and Taylor coming in and being a, such an old soul and fitting it so perfectly musically and personally, uh, allowed us to be to become what we are now through a whole lot of beating the crap out of each other. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And learning and failing together.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I, lo- I um, so I love the way that, uh, that you describe all of that. That The thing that, that I keep wanting to make sure I say out loud is listening to the way that you described your initial uh impression of Taylor and, and and the actuality of of who she who of who she, she really is, is yeah. it, it's it, it's so interesting because it was clear to me when she stopped acting you go oh okay no this is a musician yeah. This yeah. is that's what she is. You you listen
2: to her open her mouth and
1: sing three notes. You know she's. That's, exact, she's that's exactly that's exactly it. Well, well, uh, and and well, we'll I'm not too. just an actress who can sing. And yeah. right, and right. because and she. I mean, that's true, and there are many of them. Yes, who sure. are who can really sing. Right, yeah. right, who yeah. can really do it, but they're still not. Yeah, it's, 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 it's in
0: the soul. Yeah, yes. it's in here. Yeah, and absolutely. you're right. And uh, I'm. I, I love the way you describe practicing. Like the first time, or then she steps, opens the mic, and you're like, steps in the mic, and you're like, wow, there's no Pro Tools here. That's exact. Yeah, yeah. And you can you can hear that on the records. Uh, yes, yeah. there's a lot. I'm really good at Pro Tools, and there's a lot yeah, you can do. You know what <laughs> I mean? And and yes. that is sort of the industry. we're <laughs> right in right now. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> and, and and well, you know what? That's the way. It, right. for yeah, right. it's the industry now. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you can you can almost always. Really hear the difference yeah. on a record where you oh, yeah. yeah look you you, you can't, can't fake do that. that with Pro Tools yeah. no. No. you can't create that kind of energy that kind of I feel that yeah. way about you guys as a band where you still yeah. this, this
2: last record you know the I love this last record yeah, yes, we record.
0: use Pro Tools basically as a tape machine yeah yes tape which is which you can do yeah, you can do that yes yeah. well we. It's just really that. fun to edit with. We do oh that all the It's so okay. much fun to edit with. It nice makes
2: punches easier. If you, do, if, you do, if you have to have to do a punch, it makes it yeah. a lot easier. Yes. Yeah. Get it. And you but, don't need
0: a razor blade anymore <coughs> to cut the razor tape. blade. <laughs> <is> <laughs> exactly. No, keep your fingers on
2: right, 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 right. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think and that was very much our intent. I mean, we'd grown uh, together as musicians and as people and, mm-hmm. and, and pushed each other to get to the next level and that, we are trying to do a snapshot of where we were, where these songs were and, and and try to capture some some real, because it's not a lot of real happening. Yes, yeah. right. Uh, and
1: yeah,
2: all the records that we love, you know, the were musicians playing in, in a room together. Yeah, right. You know, all the old blues records I love are just guys pouring their soul out together in a room, just playing. You know, it's and and real musicians. Like if you know, back in the day before Pro Tools, if you didn't play it, you didn't sing it. It didn't end up on the record. Oh right? yeah.
1: Oh that's oh, unless you should be unless you get session musicians in. Yeah, right. Well, so again, right. They still had to be played. So you had the, record, you had the wrecking. <laughs> crew just right. So you had the wrecking crew that right. was everybody's yeah. band. Absolutely right. right. And yeah. and that yeah. speaks back to what you talked about earlier about the musicianship on the records in the sixties mm-hmm. being so well. It's because it was this group of you know maybe thirty six people. Yes. that yeah. were the, the elite. elite. Mm-hmm. Right.
2: If you guys watched the uh, hired gun.
0: Yeah. All right. So what do you think of that one? that I, I like i have my own
2: little opinions about it but that i thought it was a, gr- a great movie uh, it hit upon some very things that are very close to home to me i can um, imagine right it was uh, it, it def- definitely pulled the curtain back on on a lot of things that people may have some preconceived notions about their favorite artists, their yeah, bands, yeah. how this yeah, industry yeah. works, <laughs> yeah. uh, how successful our musicians are, yeah. how right. uh, financially lucrative this business may or may not be. Right. Um, the reality, I mean, I've, I've listened, the one that really spoke to me, was well that hit me the hardest, was the drummer for Three Doors Down. I was so just
0: going to say that one. Uh,
2: painting Matt Swarm's house to pay his own bills yeah. between tours. Yeah. It's like, dude, that's... The reality of this business right now—it's like right. there's not a lot of you know the pie has grown from this to this. Yes. Right. And everyone still wants their big piece. Of, and there's only right. There's, right. there's yeah. only a quarter left. So yeah. it used to be that if you know uh, you had a massive selling record. That the record labels got rich, and the managers got rich, the lawyers got rich, <laughs> right, the right. booking agents got rich, and oh yeah, the artists got some money the too. The artists got some money yeah, too. Right, right, right. Right. And because there was so much money going around, you know, that ended up being that a was substantial amount of money. money. You know, and if you're the songwriter, even more. Right. Because, right. you know, hello, yeah. you know, that's where the money really yeah, was, exactly. the songwriter. Yeah, yeah. Um, but now that the, the money is so much less available, you know... For the for the managers and the record labels and lawyers. Yeah. For everyone else to get their money, their piece first and to get rich. Right. And what's left over for the artist? Right. right. Not a whole not lot. Not a whole lot. lot. Right. Especially and, if you're not a songwriter. Right.
1: right, right. So, not a lot for the artist. And that's not even talking about the side musicians. Exactly. Right, the, right. And the hired guys. The hired, right, um, yeah.
2: And so it's like, if, if you're not on the record, you know, and then the record deals, like, yeah. there's no one record deal right. anymore. Right. Right, 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 That just changed completely. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, that movie really, it also showed that, you know, to get to the level of, like, a John 5 or, you know, mm-hmm. Phil X, like, how good you have to be. <laughs> you
0: have right. to be you have to be the one
1: you have to be the one undeniable the one
2: undeniable, undeniable. Yeah. undeniable. Yeah. Well, yeah. Alice
0: Cooper said it all you know, like, yeah. we don't have time for you know for a second we yes we to be the top and I must say like Alice Cooper even more every time I see him interview Absolutely. I'm like what yeah. a good soul honest mm-hmm. wasn't mm-hmm. pulling any punches not making it light or, or no. being fluffy about it but good heart good yeah. dude and
2: that's all I've ever heard people talk about Alice is, is, is all that
1: yeah, you know, yeah. it's
2: just a real deal and yeah. you know just an amazing human being as well.
0: And, and You really see
2: that in the movie too. And at,
0: and at that level, he's going to have a little bit more money because you can guarantee a crowd mm-hmm. because he's right. he's a yeah. I don't want to say legacy artist although I mean it, it'd be disrespectful not to say that right yeah but, yeah, yeah but that you're always going to have people showing up to stadium shows you're always going to have right. and so there is the ability to have the great musicians mm-hmm. and pay them appropriately yeah, sure. and have great sound crew and great road crew and yeah. great...
1: Right, the whole... The whole and, yeah, and, 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 yeah.
0: and,
2: and,
1: and, 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 yeah. Yeah. and all
0: of, I mean, all that stuff costs a lot of money. A
2: lot of money. Oh, yeah. A lot of money. Yeah. And it's funny, but when you mentioned the whole, you know, uh, the piano the, uh, salary, you know, Jason Hook's uh, comment about, you know, when, when they were talking to the guys in Five Finger about joining the band, like, well, we can't offer you Alice Cooper money. It's like, well, yeah, of course you <laughs> can. You can. Right. Nobody can. Nobody We're can. Right. <laughs> right. Alice can, it? or Phil like saying, well, how do you how do you say no to Bon Jovi? You, you, you don't. You don't. You don't say no to you Bon know. Jovi. Right. Or an acquaintance of mine years ago was a that had uh, was called to play bass for Creed, and to do some co lead vocals with Scott. And he's like, yeah, think say what you want about Creed, but when you get that call and you, they, do and you see the zeros, you, you do it. Yes. Oh, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Well, I like, that's actually a good point. And, and, and I feel fortunate that I started teaching kids how to play guitar super young so that when we weren't touring, that's I, could, what you were I could have some money. Right. And I purposely made sure that I didn't judge whatever they were bringing in yeah. because I didn't want them to feel bad. But right. I did this great thing for me, which was I was allowed to now listen to Hanson and just go, you know what? I don't know what's going on, but man, that drummer's a monster. Then you find out later, oh, it's Abel Boyle Jr. who is Paul McCartney's drummer. Who now. is a monster. Right. <laughs> Who's a monster. Is a monster? Right? <laughs> yeah. And, who and, we
1: actually and, met at a session and, in, and, in Boston and, and, and the nicest guy. The nicest too. guy, guy we were, ever, yeah. Right
0: and and yeah. again, and so but but it would have been very easy to be judgy mm-hmm. and, oh, and be musician y so about right. it. Absolutely and get narrow about your likes and your and yeah. and and then be an idiot by saying, yeah. Oh, the drum's so good. Because yeah. That's demonstrably
2: wrong, right? And that that's also uh, plays into one of my other big things about being a musician is being open to different styles, appreciating yeah. different styles, even if it's not your your thing. Appreciating, oh my god, the drum the drum track's amazing, right? right. Or, or that's a really well crafted song. Song exactly. Uh, There's a lot. You now I'm not a huge pop music fan, mm-hmm. but. I can listen to a Bruno Mars song and go, damn, that's a good pop tune. Right.
0: Yeah. You
2: yeah. Know, or, 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 or any, you know, any, any pop tune, and go, wow. Yeah. That's really well put together. Oh, that's a nice bridge. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yes. exactly. There's yeah. a lot of stuff that isn't, but you know, to be able to appreciate it and be open and, and listen to what's going on. Yeah. And that can then inform what you do, on
1: some level. So that's great because I think I what what I've always thought and really for a very long time is that what you just said about pop music is true about every style of music mm-hmm. there is there's the really there's the good of it it's and then there's the not so good Yeah. of every style of music it's not genre specific right. Right. It, it really that, isn't
0: didn't, wasn't that a Duke Ellington quote that, was it? It, it what kind of music he thinks there's two kinds of music I think that was Zappa wasn't it good and bad good and bad yeah, know, Zappa
1: said it yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going yeah. to research that because yeah. right. right and it doesn't matter what the style of music is, D- it doesn't there's matter a what genre and it is. Then there's other yeah,
0: was, but that definitely is a quote yeah. yeah. well. and, and I and, yeah. and it's totally, it's Couldn't totally agree more. true. And 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 lots of times not understanding being closed about something before you give it an opportunity to just be heard without your ears already judging it exactly. is, is is I think a bad idea long term for you as a musician. Yeah. And it's, especially when
2: when you're younger, it's I, I know I went through a stage where if it wasn't jazz, it was crap. <laughs> <You know>? Right. <laughs> yep. I, a couple of years were like, well, yeah, you know, it's, if it wasn't made between 1950 and 1963, it <laughs> it's was, it was crap. It's a blue note label and, and Rudy's. You know, Good for you. I think you're supposed jersey. to go through that when you you know? you're. Well, particularly um, as a what? horn player. As you got, a horn you player, you've got to go through that. that stage. Absolutely. And it it took me, you know, being in bands and being around musicians who then opened me up to different genres, to hear different things and appreciate different things, and then be able to play different things, which made me a better musician, made me a better, you know, maybe just enjoy things more, too. Yeah. You know? yeah. You yeah. Know, I can listen to Johnny Crash Rush and go, that's amazing, dude. Right. Or, you know, or, you know a, a Slayer and go, that's
0: amazing, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And, right. The, and that the feeling I get very often from those disparate styles is not all that dissimilar. I yeah. feel the music got me. Yeah. It gets you. It, there's nothing that gets you faster than that Ever. Without your own permission, mm-hmm. you're gonna feel something if it's and, and learning some of those styles and learning those
2: tunes, you know, if you if you're a drummer and you learn uh double kick pedal. Yes. You know, thrash yeah, thrash metal. Yeah. You know, that can those techniques that feel that balance that you know that balance of your kick, yeah, you know, yeah. The, the control of your stuff can then be moved to any genre. You can use it in jazz. You can yes. use it in any genre if you yes. have obtained those skills through playing something that's completely dissimilar maybe anything you would play normally.
0: Yeah. You've acquired skills
2: you can then apply as a
0: musician. Yeah, and...
1: That's I, so great. That brings me back to the earlier on I said yeah. I had a second thing that I wanted to comment on yeah. and that was your practicing different instruments and in different styles and being able to bring that to the whole of who you are as a musician. Mm-hmm. That That's exactly what you're articulating there yeah. is yeah. learning different genres, having second instruments... Yeah. Help letting them complement each other to change who you are and your approach mm-hmm. is invaluable. It's a it, absolutely. It, it really is. Yeah. yeah. So never stop being curious. Yeah. Right. We, and the thing is,
2: and, and when when you do that, and when you listen to so many different styles of music, like we all do. Yeah. Uh, and you start listening to like let's, let's take ACDC for example. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to Quilt. Let's Quil- take Cliff Williams' bass playing. Totally informed by Motown. Oh. Listen yes. to his lines. He's playing yes. Motown bass. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Behind, uh, and, and they're uh, they're basically an electric blues band and he's playing yes. Motown. Yes, and no, it's exactly. Great, it's
0: amazing. It's right. a, and, and super, super easy to miss. Very easy to and miss. And particularly when you have this weird judgmental not weird, a natural musician judgmental <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> this is the only whatever. When oh, you yeah. when you're coming at it from that space, which is maybe not bad. I don't I think that was a useful thing for me to have when I was young.
2: It helps you focus on one thing. Yes, and get really into yes, it and yeah. learn all you can
0: about something so from the time, time I was 13 12 13 to the time I was 16 I don't know if there was another band other than Zeppelin that's it and yep. everything else is crap and I missed so much and then I would open my eyes and I'm like 17, 18, 19, 20, and I hear these kids start bringing stuff for me to learn I'm like wow this is kind of amazing right. when mm-hmm. did this come out? why didn't I like this then? Mm-hmm. and, and that's I think maybe a natural stage that happens, and we'll call it stage two, whatever that yeah. that next mm-hmm. where you start going. All right, I'm this guy, but what else is this? what what else is there? Yeah. So yeah. one of the one of the best presents I ever got
2: in my life as a as a musician was <coughs> my friend Joe Malione, um gave me a hard drive of I want to say like three gigs, something like that of of just. Pure music of like every style from like oh country God. blues to thrash to you know everything in between. Wow! And I just wow. I still haven't gotten through it all. Yeah. <laughs> but stuff but, I never yeah. heard of, or stuff I heard but never explored. But, right, you know, right. Uh, and just going through that just opened up my mind and my you know musicality and, and just my appreciation for so many different things. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, that, that was uh, one of the best g- gifts I ever got, and one of the. The most important things I think I ever
0: received as a musician, yeah, was that.
1: That's yeah. that's incredible. It makes
0: you it, it increases your your uh, value as a human man when you're yeah. when you're in that mindset, mm-hmm. right? Because I mean I think we as musicians, it's just that's that's what we're coming at it from. That's our that's our center. That's our world. But that particularly as you get beyond, you know, fifteen and sixteen, and you and you get into being a human and, and experiencing things, having that kind of Nothing wrong with the judgment, but a little bit of open ears, open mindedness yeah. to mm-hmm. something. Yeah, it is. It informs you as a as a as a dude or a dude Yeah, you know? and the
2: thing is, you never know when you're going to be asked to you know. Try a finger picking thing, right? Right. Try, try, try <laughs> sweep picking
0: thing, right? Yeah. Right. How,
2: how about something that sounds a little bit like uh, you know James Burton? Right. right. Yeah, little, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You play a little bit more like you know uh, James Hetfield the rhythm thing, or little Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Knowing the, those references and being able to play those references yeah. and yeah. to make them your own. Yeah. Right. You know, or play like a George Harrison twangy kind of twelve string kind of thing. Yeah, right yeah, Exactly. You know? <clears throat> or a jocko, and you go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey nobody no nobody playing Jockey. Yeah. Nobody's playing Jockey. Don't even ask. We just yeah. put the record yeah. on, just actually, yeah. put only, on Just be quiet. Put it down on this. But having that, that knowledge that that of the language yeah. and be able to speak that language. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Fluently. Absolutely. Yes. Like that. Yes. Yeah. Could yeah. Agree more. No, definitely.
2: absolutely.
0: Yeah, there's plenty of
2: guys around right here that can. Yeah. And <laughs> again,
0: I'm, I'm gonna sort of yeah. reinforce that. That that, that was yeah. that really struck me. The idea that the the further up the the industry that you get to, the more they have the opportunity to call anybody they want Mm -hmm. and now you literally are if you're not willing to do
1: the work somebody else is that Mm -hmm. you are always competing with the best yes at every level yes and
0: if you think about that in a in a in a positive mindset that's a great thing to drive you yeah right and if you think of it in a negative mindset you just want to curl up on the floor and go (laughs) that thing is good regardless of of how you're thinking about it sometimes it makes you want
2: to curl up on the floor and and, and never leave it home again (laughs) right Uh, (laughs) <laughs> uh, but how you get and then the tenacity thing, getting through that, right? I mean, what's what's the the saying? Uh, the shortest way to failure is just by quitting, right? right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, just, no, just definitely don't quit. Yeah. Right. Right. right, right, exactly,
1: <laughs> absolutely. So, uh, I, I do want to we do want to wrap this up pretty pretty soon here for you. Uh, we so appreciate your time. Oh, oh my so, um, great just can't even tell you. But it, it, I would be remiss if I didn't ask. At least the question: Listening, how busy you are. So you're you're the full-time bass player for an incredibly successful rock band. What Adam would say is that that uh, uh, his friend Mark Damon is a is a rock star. Yeah. Um, but that I, I, I hate you. that term. Oh, I, I know, <laughs> I know, I know <laughs> you do. I knew you would. Oh, so okay. many negative connotations. It's like right, right.
2: yeah. How I mean, a good guy rock star. Right. How about uh, a s- successful musician? All right, I love beautiful. That. <laughs> that's beautiful. Who has playing to be a it at an star.
0: incredibly high level. Right. Who many people around the globe would recognize and go, "I know that guy." There you exactly. go. Exactly. Okay, so there you go. All so right. I will so stop saying good. it's all
1: a rocket. All right. So, but you're also doing, you know, you you get off the road six weeks, on, you know, on the road and uh, with Pretty Reckless, and I'm sure you're recording, you recorded sometime last year, and you guys are probably making demos at some time too, and, and you're playing, you? right? That's and okay. you're playing in all these other bands.
2: It's not a lot of time
1: for personal life there.
2: No, and uh that is definitely a balance. I mean, this whole musician thing is takes a lot of sacrifice. Yeah. As we all know.
1: Yeah.
2: Um from from beginning, like sacrificing your time to, to learn your instrument. Yep. Sacrificing, you know, your time of doing band rehearsals rather than going hang out with your friends right. and friendlies. Yep. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, sacrificing God. of doing you know, summer camps, you know, and and yep. um, yeah. and uh touring. You know, uh, sacrificing the financial you know, stability of a full-time job, yep. uh, sacrificing maybe not getting married okay. or having your relationships crumble because right. of what you're doing. don't yeah, uh, you yeah. have Time into those, you know, missing. You know, f- you know if you have families, you're know, missing. You know, graduations, missing births, missing deaths, yeah. missing right. you know, right. uh, first steps, first words. If you have right. kids, right. you know, it's uh, There's a lot of sacrifice to be made to get to the Upper echelons yeah. of, of, of any in, any industry, right? Right. Yeah, right.
1: But um, particularly one that that is a live performance art. Though. Yeah,
2: and I think you know, again, people have preconceived notions about what the music industry is and what what musicians are like in general. Yes. Right. Right. You know, they think we're you know a bunch of lazy drug drug. Oh uh, my God! Uh, right. Drug using. You thank know, you, BTO, for the. Right. Yeah, <laughs> <you, laughs>
1: right. Right. Thank you, Bachman Turner Overdrive. Yeah. Exactly. Overdrive, right. right now.
2: So um, I forget sure where I was going with this, but.
0: Um, Well, so the question was yes, the, sac- yeah, the, sacrificing, the sacrifice you know, the, the whole.
2: And as a human being, I mean, it's it's easy to get lost in the art. It's easy to get lost yeah. in this whole world and forget yeah. who you are. Right. And yeah. forget you know, and to get so focused on one thing that you miss out on the human experience, yeah. which I think also informs the art. Absolutely, you have to have right. some sort of balance of life. Yeah. Couldn't agree with And more. music. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and balance is, is an important thing in anything you do, and, and especially in art, which is, can be so you know, consuming. Yeah. Um, uh, one of the greatest summers I ever had in my life was I spent an entire summer just doing gigs and touring and surfing. <laughs> I I'd do, a, I'd do a gig, I drive home at like 2 in the morning, I drive to the beach and check out what the waves were like. And sometimes, wow. if it was really late, it was a long time. I just sleep in my car. I board on the top, and I would Get surf. Up and go surf. And that balance between doing something completely separated from art and music, yeah, yeah, yeah. made me feel like a whole person. Yeah. And that's. That's a slippery slope for musicians. And you is. see it happen all the time. Yeah, you know, musicians out there getting involved. You know, and and drug drug addiction. Yeah, you know the whole mental mental you know, mental health mm-hmm. thing, suicide. You yeah. know, this it's easy to lose yourself in this. Yes. Yeah. and to uh, even though you're playing in front of tens of thousands of people, to feel completely alone. Right. Uh, completely devoid of feeling, devo- you know, devoid of what makes us human, and that's a dangerous and scary place to be. And even as someone who I, I think I like to think of myself as relatively mentally stable and you know and balanced as well as I can be, even I find myself sometimes on the road falling into some really dark places. Um, and knowing having the the mindset of knowing when you're somewhere dark yeah. and being able to you know either pull yourself out or reach out for help is not easy. Right. Uh, especially if, you know, if you throw in drugs and alcohol on top of that yeah, right, right. or, you know, or, or a, a legit mental, mental illness, right. um, which let's, let's face it, a lot of creative people we know absolutely. have tendencies towards that, yeah, that absolutely, realm. Absolutely. Um, and a lot of times it gets ignored or pushed aside because, oh, they're just an eccentric musician right? right. Or, an artist. or they're successful enough. That oh we can't deal with that we right. keep pushing this person we got to keep we, we got to keep it, getting what keep we can keep the cash cow going yeah, right, right yeah right. and they lose the, the this is a, this is a human being this is a person this is a life yeah uh, right and that, yeah. that's that's more important than any of this stuff right and trying to make that a center is 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 hard um, so that you know the the balance of, of life and, and music is, is very difficult and while well, you do have to sacrifice a lot to get to even to even to where I am which is not anywhere near the, the top it's uh, I'm uh, so appreciative of where I've gotten to and what the opportunities I've had and and have uh, yeah. to do what I do and, and to do what I love for a living yeah. uh, and to you know play with the people I play with and, and to make the music I make um, there's far more you know yeah. higher oh, professionalized, ep- sure. which I hope to maybe you know yeah. peak at at some point uh, but in order to get there this it takes more sacrifice of time of your instrument your life financial, you know, yeah. there's so many sacrifices you have to make to, yeah. to be successful. And as we said before, a lot, of, a lot of things we're talking about here, they translate to any right any Oh, rep.
1: absolutely. Right. 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 Absolutely. And going into it with eyes wide open. Yes, and, that's the important thing. knowing that that's out there for you. Yeah. And, and yeah. choosing it yeah. rather than letting it choose you and being And that's surprised. why what
2: you guys are doing is so, so very important. Like when I was a young musician, I didn't have many people telling me about the real deals about the music industry or about, or about touring about being a musician um, that first the first taste I had of that was at UNH when I was going to college and Phil Woods came in a famous uh, yeah, jazz yeah, saxophone yeah. player he did a uh, clinic with my jazz combo and they are like oh my god I'm going to Phil yeah, Woods yeah, 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 right, right, right. Yeah. and then he did a little clinic afterwards where he basically said okay and we were all sitting in Johnson Theatre hanging out Yeah, you know, Tell us what you know, Mr. Woods. <laughs> <Witts>. uh, <coughs> fill our minds with knowledge, and um, we we're all expecting like, okay, you know, here's here's the here's how I play this lick, or you know, we're right, all right, right, young right. young kids, yeah, you know, absolutely. Right. And or what was like playing with Charlie Parker, you know, like, right, right. Yeah. And he said, like, okay, so and I just want you to think about um, anything else you could do besides music. He paused. All right, for those of you who thought about something. Go do that. For those of you who are still with me, here's what you have to look forward to. Yeah. And he laid out everything. Yeah, the drug yeah. addiction, the right, money, right, the right. thieves. I mean, the, yeah. He laid out oh. everything. Yeah. And we're sitting there going, I'm <laughs> 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 myself, I couldn't think of anything. I'm fucked. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, better, I better figure this out, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm fucked. Exactly. Uh, but no. that, that was, you know, I was like, you know, 18 and 19 years old, that yeah. was the first time someone had yeah. said, Okay, this uh, you know what you think this is.
1: Yeah,
2: it's not. Yeah, yeah, it? here's exactly. what it is at this point, right. right? Yeah, and that was like you know, back in the you know, early 90s, yeah, you know, so that's changed. Even since then, yeah, there's exactly. some, some themes that continue throughout that, the experience of being a musician, the experience of, you know, doing this art thing, Definitely. but there's other things that have, you know, changed the industry to make it even more, yeah. and, and, but that was the first time someone mentioned anything like, oh, this might not be the, the, the you know, the roses and, and wine kind of thing that yeah. you think it might be. Right, right, you know? exactly. Well, I mean, and here's what it's entitled to, you know, here's what it entails to get to where you know, he was at that point, which was... You know, international, you know,
1: treasure. Right, right, right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. exactly. Yeah. yeah, well, and again, that's, that's. I mean, that's why we started doing this. Yeah. yeah. Is, you know, we really want people to go into it as a choice and, and I know think, that it's intentional. I
0: think early on we got some really bad information from some really wonderful, well-meaning people. Well-meaning people.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and I think
0: that the industry changes on the daily. It does. And if you're going to go into it now... Arming yourself with a, 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 you know having your eyes wide open and arming yeah. yourself with real knowledge, real tangible, actionable things that are currently happening
1: mm-hmm. is just crucial. Which is why it's so valuable that somebody like you would agree to share Absolutely. your time and knowledge. Well, whatever I us can so that we add can share to the, to with the that. dialogue
2: and and help as much as I can. You know, I, I wish someone had, had sat me down and just told me some shit when I was yeah young, me right? too man me no. too and yeah. that, we, we talk about the music business music industry. It's like. And that's such a wide term, right? Yes. You know, there's there's you know the local club gigs. Yes, there's, right. you, know, there's you know you know teaching in schools. There's, there's you know this stuff, stuff that happens right here, right yes, literally yes, right absolutely. in the spot we are. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And then it expands far, far, and you know internationally. And there's so many different right. levels in between that you can be involved in the music business uh, and on so many levels. Absolutely. You be successful in it in so many levels. Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah. And. And that again is what we're trying to make sure people know all of those different levels and yeah. and know that there's all kinds of choices so that if you're sitting there in that classroom when someone says if you can think of anything else to do and you can't, it doesn't mean that you, <laughs> it doesn't mean that you have to have what they have. There's all your miserable. It just <coughs> means,
0: okay, now I gotta make sure I'm working as hard as as whoever else is next to me or beside me and
2: Maybe working twice as hard as working next to you, beside you. Well put, sir. Exactly. Well <laughs> Always
1: twice as hard. You know, I think that's that's, that's the perfect. place. That's that's, it. that's the that's the place. Work Martin. twice as hard. Mark Damon, thank you so. Thank much. you so much for nice being with man. us. And remember, you guys, you got this. We got you back.